Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Conscious Reconstruction Podcast. I am the host with the most, aka Tony Melbourne in the building. I'm here with the one, the only, the illustrious Ashes in the building. Hi. Round of applause. Thank you. <sighs> clap, 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 all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're here now. What's up? Hi. How are you? I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Not tired? And just- <laughs> got some energy yeah i have energy again yeah that's a yep. good thing i'm not tired i'm very neutral yeah mm-hmm. enjoying that it's really nice not to want to fucking fall out on your couch yeah i was gonna say you definitely for a period there was definitely like the walking dead i don't know how i do anything <laughs> i don't know i look at the things that i do and i'm just like i wish i this could insta card you can. It's like a little game. I can't. I know you don't like shopping. No, no, no. I'm not allowed to do driving things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you were banned? Is this a self-ban? I'm not necessarily bland, banned, but they're going to tell me no. Ah, okay. Yeah. I have something on my driving record that they're not comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a DUI or anything. Okay. But it definitely is a reckless driving. And they were, and DoorDash was like, mm. they just kept saying pending. And then they finally sent me a letter saying, um, you have this on your driving record, so you can't be a driver for us. I said, oh, okay, that's fair. Is that the, um, is that the mess it. you found yourself in at the beginning of the year? No. Or no? No. I don't know. No. <laughs> that had nothing to do with that. That was, okay. um, me coming back from like Middleburg Heights doing like 90-ish on the freeway. When I say 90-ish, at least 90, mm-hmm. but not 100 on the freeway and a 60 while eating a sandwich and listening to music so loud to the point that I didn't hear the sirens of the cop behind me and he had to p- speed up and get on the side of me and yell pull over <laughs> while hanging out to the side of his car with his window rolled down so yeah <laughs> he was gone <laughs> I was having a good time yeah. <laughs> and he was having we, it, it, the way that it started was with a, yell, a lot of yelling the way mm-hmm. that it ended was with some laughter and it was cool and if I had interrupted the yelling I wouldn't have got it, the um, reckless driving ticket mm-hmm. I'll say that but yeah so also the ends well because it could have been much worse <laughs> okay <laughs> totally was this, I'm having a time yeah you know, I just kind of a little bit over and out but whatever I've made it through another another burnout session, I suppose. Some good lessons to be learned from all of that. Great lessons. Yeah. Yeah, I've been all over fucking North Ridgeview. <laughs> I've been up to the randomest suburbs ever doing that. And uh, I guess seeing more of Ohio just makes me realize like why everybody got that like it's not an opinion it's just kind of a fact like it's just so not country but midwestern yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> so, like midwestern certain people from ohio get offended when i speak about ohio in a certain way and it's not talking down for me i'm just stating facts about the place right and other people are like oh so I just, you like the West and it's, no I'm just stating the differences there are differences and these are facts <laughs> I don't know That's what else very... to tell you besides I didn't carry a wallet from 2014 to 2018 because Apple Pay existed mm-hmm. and I could use it everywhere out here that's just now starting to become sort of a thing we don't have to really carry a wallet and Apple Pay is everywhere but that's almost a decade later. 
Bruh, we just start getting ramen places. Like, I'm not... I'm pissed at that. Fucking with y'all on, on like, y'all gotta stop talking to me. Because, like... We just get everything last. I'm just so tired of it. Like, we just get everything yes. last. And we only get one or two of it. <laughs> it's never, like... A lot. I need to go. That's why I'm... I gotta go. I'm just so... Somebody was telling you, she was like, Cleveland don't deserve you. He was like, you don't belong here. You don't even act like you're from here. I'm like, I don't know what that means, but thanks. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> I don't, I don't try and like I don't have hope. Right. That was me. just, uh, yeah, doing that um, was an adventure. And I'm glad I put it on pause. I was paying Riley, too, sometimes when she came with me. Y'all got this little motherfucker a high percentage. I gave her 20% of any orders that she did with me in that day. <laughs> and she was like she was like no you said 20 and I was like oh you remember fuck <laughs> yeah, that was a, look at you I wouldn't be taking her man you stay at home can I come no yeah sometimes I was like uh, if you go you probably don't get paid today you'll probably get paid it didn't happen often but when it did happen sometimes she just wanted to do it to get out the house but other times she wanted her shmoney because she had goals primarily sims <laughs> <laughs> sims is the thing now oh, that's fair mm-hmm. okay okay um, I'm gonna do some narrating so that that's how I decided narrating was so probably and using the equipment I was like alright well if I can't drive I gotta figure out how to use what I got here absolutely yeah narrating sound like it's gonna be fun yeah, I think so. But. Well, what's going to be your book name? I know you're going to come up with a name. I can't wait till you come up with your name. Mm-hmm. You got the best makeup, uh, alter ego names ever. I'll have to think of something. What is this nigga doing? He's looking for, he's a, we just had a whole conversation about how you said this little nigga is a predator and a killer. He's doing predator and killer things. He is looking for something. I just <laughs> need him yes. to stop. Like, why are you running around my house? Because there's something outside that you want it, to go. Absolutely. And uh, it must die. Little boy. No. It has to die. Lay down. <laughs> go lay down. Oh my god. Mm. He just be doing it. When you picked him up, did you know he was gonna be like this? <laughs> In what regard? <laughs> All of it. <laughs> I knew that he was high energy. I knew that yeah. they were a harder breed to train. I mm-hmm. knew that he was gonna be super hairy. Yeah. I knew that he might be vocal. He's not that vocal, which is good. He only is loud like now when he wants to kill something and <laughs> I'm refusing to allow it that. So so the only time that he's whiny and barky is when he wants to go out there and do something to something. So, mm. um, yeah, I kind of <laughs> knew all the things. I, I wanted a husky for a while, mm-hmm. so I'm not surprised. I just wish that there wasn't something outside that he wanted to go murder right now. It's just like, why does it have to be right in the middle during the show? Like, you could pick another time to have found something, nope. and it's like something that just. And he's intently like no it has to go <laughs> and I don't know what it is well let me actually maybe he doesn't either <laughs> is his buddy out there his no it's not buddy. even the other dog that he hates so <laughs> I don't know what's out there maybe they were walking and the other dog stopped to pee in the yard right but he pees in their yard every morning when I take him over across the street so mm-hmm. I feel like that's fair, bro. Like, you do it to them as well. He just, I don't know what's going on. He just got to relax. But yeah, <laughs> outside of my dog having uh, a conniption because he's not allowed outside, especially because it's raining. I'm not about to. You're going to get wet. You're going to track mud through the house. I just mopped. We're not doing that. Nope. And it's coming down good too, shit. I don't want to drive home. This, um, I didn't get the thing in my windshield wiper fix, so now I have to like manually <laughs> just ghetto rig my thing to work to come on. You got to hold it the entire time. Well, you're more than welcome to wait till after the storm. All right, great. And my window was broke for a while. It wouldn't come up, and it randomly went up. Time for a new car, guys. <laughs> Stop 
me tell her that. My baby, I call her my bean. It's definitely getting up there in age. Okay. Yeah. I love my car, but... So, all the power's in your hands, Ash? All the power's in my fucking hands. Right yeah. now? Yeah. This is more shit. How? How many years have we been doing this? Yeah, I'm exactly. still upset. That you... It don't ever feel like... <laughs> you should feel like oh, all right. No, but don't feel like flowing water. It feel like god damn it. Don't <laughs> it's know why. I'm sick of this shit. Sick of the big biter. Why do I show up? I'm weird. Anyway. So I came across this video. I think the name of the channel is called Academy of Ideas. Ugh, and, wait. I'm gonna find it because I like there we go. Why is it all at the bottom? YouTube get on my fucking nerves. You put all the things that you most search or the things that get like at the top and then the shit. It don't go in order no more, basically. But anyway, Academy Ideas is the name of the channel. Why you should seek power, not happiness. Nietzsche's Guide to Greatness, I think it says. But um, it was kind of an interesting topic because I feel like people are a little obsessed with chasing happiness rather than trying to cultivate power but I don't think people know what real power is so the first question I'll ask is how do you think the average person views power um I think that is viewed to finances Mm -hmm. tied to finances your ability to control things other people probably in that realm um, yeah. They'll probably think of rich people. If you um, ask them some powerful people, they probably say like Jeff Bezos, um, Elon Musk, things like that. Absolutely. I um, at first when you first brought this up, I will say that I felt like I disagreed with what y'all were saying about don't chase happiness, chase power. Cause I was like, yeah, go I ahead, disagree. lay it on me. Go ahead. But right now I don't know, so I'm gonna let, I'm gonna no, let no, you. No, 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 no. because I don't. I'm not a headline reader, so I'll let you go ahead and lay your premise out. But in the beginning, I was like, I disagree. But what it sounds like your premise is, um, and what I gather from the context and everything, I think I understand. (laughs) You gotta tell me why you disagreed first after this. Go ahead. Why should you chase happiness instead of power? Well, I disagree because... I think that I disagreed in the beginning because chasing power is kind of fruitless. Mm-hmm. But that depends on what type of power you're talking about. And so that's why it's like, well, let me reserve judgment for later because I don't know exactly what he means by power. Because if they mean like the power to like govern yourself and be a master of your own like emotions and things like that. And that's going to lead you to happiness. Then I do believe in those things. Um, if he is talking about power in the sense of like working to obtain power in the more colloquial sense of amassing wealth, um, financial status, reputation, and things like that, I don't think that that necessarily um, pans out in the water. So that's why I said it depends. But where it sounds like he's going is the first one. But I don't like to give spoilers because people hate when I do that when I'm watching movies with them. So I try not to do that when people give me topics. I'd be like, all right, because you started to say stuff. And I said, hmm, all right, well, I understand now. And I was like, well, don't. Because at first I was going to argue you down. I said, nah. <laughs> power over happiness. What are you talking about? That's, no, that's why the nonsense. Fuck? Why would you chase power over happiness? That makes no sense. You should definitely choose to pursue happiness. No. But I also think that you should choose to pursue happiness if I'm going to just stay on the argumentative side of it because I don't know if enough average, everyday people have the ability to um, really understand power or the time to like really learn it. But most people kind of have an intrinsic feel of what makes them happy. 
Yeah. And so if they can go after that, that's probably going to serve them well. Whereas if you're trying to attain something that you don't really have an understanding of, you might be doing dumb shit that you think is power and because you saw this headline and like, oh, power for happiness, and now you're trying to get all the money and shit like that, and you're still unhappy at the end of it. Right. So. Yeah, because I think you said people, at the end of it, they think it's more of a domineering thing yeah. to be have all your resources, tell other people what to do without really taking that into account. It's, it's kind of like a lack of awareness for what other people may need. So I think that's what people's primary thing of power is. Or power can be what people think is real self-serving. Like you think of, you might think a Louis Vuitton bag might give you some power. You might think a car might give you some power or a house. You might think that gives you a sense of power or semblance of control at the end of the day, but it really wouldn't give you that. So now that we kind of got what other people might think that power is how do you people think view weakness though um i think that society <clears throat> views weakness in a couple of different ways mm-hmm. when they feel like it when they feel like it's not your fault they view it in sort of like a pitying fashion they don't necessarily reach their hand out to help you but kind of pitying um, more of the jeering crowd when they feel like you're um, it's self-inflicted when like you've lost your power when you've fallen from grace things like that um, but I think that ultimately people think that weakness is the inability no I think people think weakness are those two things what I was going to say I think people think weakness is is what weakness actually is <laughs> I think it's too much same like we don't think weakness could be a teacher yeah because I was going to say weak, I feel like people don't people, I was going to say people think weakness is the inability to affect change yeah and or powerlessness but I don't think that they feel that way I feel like they think that it is a self-inflicted mm. or self-inflicted to the point where you should be mocked for it or something beyond your control where you should be pitied for it mm-hmm. but it doesn't ever seem like it has that middle ground where it's like maybe you did this to yourself but not through hubris but through ignorance and you've learned things and this weakness was a teacher and a lesson for you. Not really the the common trope of what people think weakness is. Right. It's always kind of stamping it out. It's all this too much shame uh, associated with weakness. Way too much to the point where like you can't even get to the point where you can learn and grow from it. Where you can just be okay. Like a lot of times we are afraid to get started because we don't want to fuck up and we have to tell ourselves it's okay to be a beginner and that you're just gonna look like a fucking fool you're gonna look like an idiot you're gonna make a mistake or coming back from mistakes we have a real problem with redemption i don't know if as a society believe in like redeeming yourself and coming back from something like you said through ignorance or hubris coming back from a point where you might have been weak and you didn't know any better and you did something shameful or whatever we have a real problem with just being like all right we need to move forward from this and what can we move on just who was it that was um I think it was DMX. I think that people have a... uh, I don't think it's an issue with moving forward in the sense of a lack of ability to. Mm -hmm. I think it's more of a lack of desire to want to. Mm. In that moment, probably a lot of people who feel powerless feel like they have power to judge and cast dispersion on you. So when the powerless feel powerful, probably going to go and lean into that more so than to look for like all right let's move past this if they move past this they don't they move past their power right and once they have a taste of what they believe is power they don't want to give that up 
Speaking of weakness, do you believe in the power of surrendering? Do you believe that is a thing? Yes. Yeah? You believe it's like negative or... Surrendering is like accepting failure. Mm -hmm. This isn't working. You should know I believe in surrendering. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm a huge. All right, I failed at this. Nope. Mm-mm. Putting it down. <laughs> I failed. Putting it down. I want to stop. <laughs> White flag. Yeah. Sudden da. <laughs> hey me. This was a failure. I recognize that this is a failure. I don't gotta keep sending men down the line to get slaughtered by your people. Y'all are clearly superior or in a better, more advantageous position. I'm going to go ahead and cut my losses Yeah. and figure out how to either make some equitable situation out of this or retreat, nigga. <laughs> go back and down another way. What is he talking about? Like, I don't, I'm not playing with y'all. Like, I'm not too big to fail. Like, I don't, I was just talking about that today with Charles about failure and accepting that and just kind of like recognizing that it's okay to have failed and even me when someone who's really comfortable in failure having moments of times where it's like uh, you're probably holding on to something a little too long because of more notions of trying to find other levers to make this failing situation successful which is essentially sending your men down the line to get slaughtered Mm -hmm. let's not do that anymore let's back up stop reevaluate replan do something different let's give this battle up it's not it's not the one we need to fight no more sadenda (laughs) white flag I failed. I didn't do it right. I, 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 I wasn't. I thought I was a guy for the job. And I looked at the job. And I thought I could do the job. And I tried to do the job. And the job whooped my ass. So I'm going to let you know that I shouldn't be doing this job no more. You should get someone else to do this. <laughs> or don't. But I'm not going to be doing it. So yeah, no. But I don't think a lot of people are comfortable with that. They are stubborn and will stay in a shitty, a shitty, frustrating situation for the sake of familiarity, not seeming like they are continuously making bad decisions. Like, it's hard to fail multiple times in a row. Like, I can kind of understand someone that I was speaking to about how they made a decision to go from one place to another um and then that was shitty and then they ended up leaving there um and kind of being ousted to go somewhere else and in the midst of being there and training they got offered another position but they felt like they shouldn't leave this place stranded, so they passed on that position, and now they're just, like, stuck where they're at. And it's like, they have no real seeming drive to, like, look for, like, a new, like, push and how to get to somewhere different. Mm. All right, you failed a couple times there, bro. You thought you were moving into a better situation? Turned out not to be? That was a failure. You got into a place, it was shitty, you decided to stay because you thought it might get better and pass up on a good opportunity. Turned out that wasn't necessarily the right decision, but now you're here. That was a failure. All right. Get up and do it again. What the fuck we talking about? But for other, a lot of people, that's like, uh, I'm just gonna let stay me down. stay here where I'm at. That I, I grabbed onto something. I got something cool, and I'm I'm gonna stick with this because I'm making this work. Yeah, the surrender inside of yourself is the hardest battle to fight. I came to this conclusion it. about um, I don't know if you remember when I was talking about that. That how do I say it? I think I was at a crossroads because 
I didn't know how to surrender to myself. It's always a fucking argument inside of the internal monologue, right? Like, you hold on to a lot of ideas that your past self would probably hold on to that you really just need to let go of, like habits and stuff like that, that sometimes you don't know is going on. Sometimes it just be subconscious. And you don't know you're really doing it. Like, what is in the, running in the background and make you feel like you can't move forward or you stuck in one in one place? Or now that you've hit an obstacle, you can't really overcome that. And I've come to realize that at first I thought, I think I, I know I still what my purpose is, but it's become a little bit more refined to the point where now I realize my only job really is to surrender. Like... Now I've renounced the whole, like, the self-love movement and self-help and all that junk. It's like, it can be as simple as hard as surrendering. I really, now I just really believe and know it's all about the surrender. See, for me, I take that, but I turn that into action. Mm -hmm. For me, surrender isn't a passive or... Yeah, that's the misconception. I'm not saying that I'm giving up, and that's not what surrender is. Not giving up until the point where you're just done. I think what they say, like, if you got a plan A, your plan B and plan C and plan D or whatever should always be trying to help plan A, right? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah, okay. It's more so so surrendering, like, what it is that you think you know. And how you think you should handle this. And, like, I got to, like, oh, I already know that. Like, reading the four agreements, like, it helps me surrender my ego a little bit because I thought I knew. Oh, did you start that? Yeah, I read it. How was it? Pretty good. It actually helped me, like, oh, okay. (laughs) You taking people's words and making them. Yeah, Yeah. the word, or the word that you have with yourself. Yeah, your self-talk. That's the worst one. The internalization of that one. Like, of course, I know on the surface of uh, dealing with spirituality, what he was saying, but I forgot along the way to give myself grace because the do your best part is what I needed to hear the most. Mm-hmm. I didn't give myself the grace to say, I'm doing my best. Right. And even when you're not doing your best, try it again in a different way mm-hmm. or empty your cup on what you think you already know. If you got something in your heart, then you should probably go after it and not talk yourself out of whatever it is that you're trying to do. It's that right there. Mm-hmm. Not talk yourself. That's why I jump off the cliff, as you and Charles like to say, mm-hmm. so so often. Because once I'm off the cliff, there's no going back. If I stand at the edge, I'm liable to give myself all the reasons why this might not be the best idea. Right. But I can say pretty much every time I've jumped off the cliff, it's been an amazing idea. And as of late this year, I haven't jumped off the cliff nearly as much. And I feel like that's hindered me. And so I feel like a lot more of what I want to do is like getting back into acknowledging that and accepting that and just taking things for what they are. Right. Surrendering to the pause is a big thing, too, that I had to really embrace and acknowledge because... You would first you would think of it as all right things they moving as fast or as they once were, and I didn't. I had to surrender to that. I had to surrender to look at the pause as a blessing. Like you can get more rest. You can try something new. You can reevaluate. There's a lot to appreciate when things you feel like you on pause, or you know, for lack of a better word, stuck. You appreciate it. You don't have to be in it. You get the choice to when you want to get out of it. Some lessons are might take longer than others to learn, but <laughs> you could appreciate the pause. Surrender to the pause. But I had to realize, and another thing too, the surrendering is surrendering to think for like an outcome, because you do a lot of shit just thinking like, oh, this is going to get me here, 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 and here. And that's when you start overthinking. And I'm like, I made the decision just to do things because I got the vision to do it. Regardless of whatever's at the end. I'm not focusing on 
not too much focusing on the goal, but one foot over the other, which is, you know, kind of tying back to doing the best. But yeah, surrendering to that, like just the goal, the end. I'm got a real bad habit of just trying to get to the end all the time, and that's just not working anymore. Because now I'm psyching myself up before I even start. No more of that. Like I said, <laughs> I'm going to read more about surrendering and put myself in a constant state of surrender, but. Yeah, I just don't have no more. I think it's the fight that we have with ourselves. You know, all those illusions and the lies and that we believe about ourselves. I'm just going to surrender now. <laughs> I don't, like I said, that whole thing, I just, I don't want to fight anymore. I ain't really got no, what's the point? It just drives me crazy and it keeps me up at night. And I'm realizing I'm causing myself a lot of grief. Yes. And frustration and yeah. stress that's not so unnecessary when it's like all right there's a path that you don't like because they feel like failure Mm -hmm. but they lead to things that make this easier for you right why are we not choosing those why do we keep looking for other ways to you keep looking for fog or like all those things like your insecurities get put on fucking 10 out of nowhere it's crazy because you be the most arrogant in one area, but then once you go after something you really want, it's like, oh wait, can we really do it? Like, bitch, this ain't, this is not. <laughs> we need to get on the same page. Yeah. Let's be confident in all areas instead of just some. <laughs> some. If we just, we could, please. Yeah, like that. That'd be the biggest thing. Like, I don't know if I can do this, and what about that? That's just creating these mountains that I'm just like. Hopefully the practice that I initiated today is I was scared about like, oh, I said I was going to take Riley somewhere, her and her cousins. I'm like, hmm, money's a little tight. I might not be able to do that. We'll just surrender and just see what happens. Or like she had lost. She didn't lose her bathing suit. She went to her cousin's house and she was like, I dropped her off. And then five minutes later, I need a bathing suit. You know, normally it's like, all right, I'll go back to the house and go get you one. Because she don't live too far, but it's still annoying. It's like two exes off the freeway. But it's still not the most convenient thing for me to do, especially when you make plans. So I'm like, just give it up. Just see what happens. Either she can't do it or something's going to (laughs) work. And I was like, all right, just fuck it. (laughs) See what happens. And of course, she let her borrow her swimsuit or whatever the fuck it was. But like initially, I'd have been like... I gotta go back, get you a swimsuit, come back. I'm taking time out of my goddamn day. Or like finding the waterfall. I'm like, I know this like this way to get to this goddamn waterfall. But someone was like, just follow your intuition. So I just start driving. And I was like, okay, let's see where this goes. And I almost got there. I almost, I was on the right track. But I just went on my GPS like, ah, I gotta figure out where I'm going. I was like, oh wait, I was going in the right direction. But just things like that that I learned, like, all right, I'm, what I'm going to focus on is surrendering. I'm not going to be all, um, I'm not going to, I still will practice, obviously, a whole bunch of things and still read books when I need to. But honestly, I think that's just the biggest thing. It's just surrendering. I'm just, you're right. Just gonna start letting shit go. <laughs> See where that takes me. That's fair. Yeah. But the other question. I can't agree with that, but I. No. No. no, no. Why not? Um. For me, surrendering is a tool, mm-hmm. but it's not a mindset. Mm-hmm. And for you, it seems like a state of being right now. And for me, it's very much a tool in my tool belt of different mental shifts and mind states that I move in and out of depending on how the situation calls for it. Mm-hmm. Like recognizing that I failed and just being comfortable with that and talking to Charles and <clears throat> just like signing all the shit before even speaking to anybody just going in downloading the paperwork signing it all and then sending it off right away and then texting them like hey I signed all the documents and everything like that mm-hmm. just so there was no going back it's like no it's done now what's done is done and so now it's just a waiting game so it's like that was me surrendering to 
your my fear of like failure and acknowledging this failure and recognizing that all right we got to move off this and do something different and it's not exactly what we want but it's going to provide what we need right now and that's what we need to be looking for what are the things that we need we need space mm-hmm. you crowded yourself and so what you need to do is provide yourself with that that space that you had before this will do said that all right so yeah you believe that power can be given like can you empower another person yes you can mm-hmm. no why not because how can you it's not to me power is something that no one else can really give you they can give you an idea but like you said they ain't taking the actions on those ideas how are they being empowered lots of ways I think that the most direct way is when they are kind of a motivating force for you Mm mm-hmm and a driving factor that's giving you power you're not pulling that from yourself it's someone else that's there who's being consistent who's pushing who's prodding and you're taking that conjolement and combining it with yours so sure you got some power in there as well but it's this isn't all of your own making um i think that also inspiring people with your words and giving them inspiration and ideas and the spark to do something I don't think that you continue to power them once they get started but I think that you can give people power to get started I think you can give them the spark of fire and then it's up to them to like take that energy and and do what they will with it sometimes they just let it die out and they, they don't do shit with it no, I think it's something that's already there. It's just the person has to cultivate it. But you didn't necessarily give that to them. It was already just in them. <laughs> no, see, I think that they had, like, kindling there. Mm-hmm. But they didn't have no fire. They didn't know how to get to it. Like, the person I was telling you about, like, he wanted to do the thing that um, I helped him do. Mm-hmm. That was the end. That was his dream, and that's what he wanted to do. And that's where it started and stopped. You have to give people inspiration to recognize that what they want to do sometimes is attainable. Like if you don't know anybody, you don't see nobody, you don't see anything, then a lot of the times you don't believe that it's possible. So I would say like, he had all the ability to find the place that I that I found mm-hmm. it's local so it's not like it, it was super far and hidden but having that drive to do so I don't think that it's always in somebody I think that sometimes you have to push them to to take that first step you might have given them the key or maybe you've given them the map but then that doesn't it doesn't negate what you've done for the person. The inspiration obviously was needed or else when it came to that person, right? Something out like some weird force brought y'all together so he could snap in his brain so he could get his shit together to move next forward on his journey. But that's totally up to him that he moves forward in his journey. If you hadn't gave it to him, somebody else would have gave him to him. No. Mm-hmm. It's not up to him because it was solely at my discretion to decide to impart that on him because I I wanted to. I I saw something and I said, you know, I want to help and and get this moving along. Mm-hmm. The other person, I guess, I don't think that it makes the person who gave the power like instrumental in their long-term success because that's going to be dependent on their drive and their their want to but i think that a lot of people have a lot of ideas 
generally you need something to spark <clears throat> unless you're a self-motivator there's not very many self-motivators right but a lot of people use something to spark them to, to like to push forward for sure and so I think that that spark is what gives them energy but I also think that spark can be a person sometimes <clears throat> so I th- for me that energy is power it doesn't mean that it's giving them the power to continue on but it gave them the power to see the way it gave them the power to know that this is possible it gave them the power to to take that first step now everything else is on them yeah, that's why I, that's why I believe that what you're saying is more so along the lines of inspiration. It's more so along the lines of a tool. Like you just gave them glasses to see clear, right? But power is a tool. So mm-hmm. yeah, you gave them the tool of power. You didn't do anything else but give them the power. No, the power is innately in you. It's no. not never not in you. That's not true. Yes, it is. That's Just like true. love is never not in you. No, no, no. Power yes. is not. Confidence is something. Can you give somebody confidence? No, they have to yes. really. You can't give them. You can give them a compliment. Mm-hmm. Niggas if give you, me compliments all the time and I don't believe them. That's true. But if you, do you believe that you can strip away someone's confidence? Yeah. Then you can give it to them. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You can't strip it away if you can't give it. They can give it to you. They gave their power away to you by letting it affect them, is what I should have said. And they can be receptive to your power and believe in that and allow that to build them up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a transference of energy. It just the other person has to be receptive of it. They're, if they're receptive and give me the power to destroy, to, to destroy them and tear them down, they can also be receptive and give me the power to build them up. Hmm. <laughs> I don't think that you're interested in building up people. No, it's already in them. I can say 15 million things to help you realize. I can give you the whole little handbook, but what the fuck are you going to do with the goddamn handbook? This is you utilizing your power, your innate power. I just gave you a handbook. I just gave you some information. That's why I don't view it as oh, this is going to take you so far. It might, it might not. Like, what you choose to do with that, how you choose to yield the sword I just gave you is entirely up to you. I don't just give a handbook. But giving somebody an inspiration or idea is just that to me. Oh, but what I'm saying is like, well, if it was just an idea, then sure. But I generally have a full conversation Mm -hmm. with like what should be done, how we should go about this. Like, no, I'm giving you the power in its totality of, hey, now you can see where you can go with this. I'm going to show you what power looks like and what you can do with it. Whether you decide to grab hold of said power and then start to manipulate and do what you want with that. But I don't think people innately have it. I think what people innately have is desire. I think everybody got power. They just don't fucking realize it. I don't think so. No, everybody got... You have... Even if you just sat there, like you said, the people that were self-motivated, where are they getting that from? And why would that be not in nobody else? That's what makes them different. Mm Mm-hmm. No, the end. That's why it's not no one else. Because that's why they are different. Because they innately have this power source that's saying, no, we... You have to get up and do something and go just go where for other people it's like I don't feel that even our good buddy he doesn't have that innate like feeling of that oh you gotta get up and go he's more like things are cool and comfortable and I'm okay with that and I wouldn't say that he lacks like understanding but I think that is just that power doesn't exist there. I don't think that that's a bad thing though either. I don't think that everyone who lacks that power lacks the ability to like affect the reality and do what they need to do. They influence power in a different way. I think that the power of the motivators and the self-starters 
and those who are influenced and do the influencing is one way to use that power but if you take in all the knowledge that you've been given and you recognize how to manipulate whatever system that has been constructed for you i think that you've learned how to play with the power that has been like supplied for you Mm -hmm. and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing i think that people are also bad at doing that but i don't think that people innately have power i think that people have desire and a lot of times they just settle on not getting their desires because they don't know how to get power to fulfill their desire if people had the power i think a lot more people would stumble upon that than do yeah i'm under under the guise that it's innately in all of us now how you access that shit (laughs) i don't know where you at on your journey you know what i mean that is a holy self individual thing and like you said not many people tap into that potential not many people tap into that power but now i'm thinking about it is it different forms of power like just because um our friend is not the most self-motivated what is he really good at what is his talent where does his power lie you know what i mean because like we might have power in one area but he might have power in different yeah that's what i said like i think that he has power in a different area where he's recognized how to operate in this in this vein and i would say he doesn't feel any financial struggle right there's no financial woe for him he's thinking about buying a house for himself like he's for all intents and purposes manipulating what the system has presented for him to maximum efficiency that's him using power that's him wielding power that's mental power that's understanding that's recognizing what's placed in front of you and understanding how to use it to its highest efficiency I think that's a power I just don't think that's the same power as us but I think that that is a power so that's why I don't think that it's a bad thing for people not to always have this power Mm -hmm. but I also don't think people always have his power some niggas are just going to work and Mm. miserable and not doing anything just have desires and have no idea of how to get to a better life a better reality a better situation a better space a better mental shift a better happiness just any of that they they don't have any real grasp of that so yeah now i'm under the the knowing that they're just ignorant of it i don't know what set us apart from the rest i don't know if you just come down here with it or you just make these distinct uh decisions to be like no, i just think they don't have it no you have it it don't because where <laughs> why wouldn't you have it i just see i don't think that i guess that's me surrendering to maybe i'm just special Mm-hmm. Because the other thing is, why do I keep trying to humble myself to make it like everybody has the same ability and capability to do what I can do? Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. Because if I keep holding them to this standard, I'm just more frustrated. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. What do you mean? Like frustrated with the thought of that? Yeah. All these people have this ability to enact this power and mm-hmm. really influence their own lives and reach happiness but we're all living in misery and non-accountability and lethargy that's what we're choosing to do as a a people because that thought is shitty so i choose the happier of the two thoughts maybe they just don't have the ability or they just have you have the power to choose and they choose lethargy because they ignorant that's what they power lies. They're not yielding it in any old special fucking way. You know what I mean? They just taking the bottle as a baby and trying to put it inside of a car ignition. Like, they don't know any better how to utilize it. And I don't know what happens to where they it decides to change or somebody tries See, to, for me, to give passing it to them. isn't a power. You just allowing things to happen mm-hmm. isn't you making a conscious decision not being passive the choice to be passive is your but personal power i don't think power. that they're choosing that that's just my thing mm-hmm. you keep like making this like an agency of them just ch- yeah you not choose. most people aren't saying yeah i chose this mediocre life 
Yes, you, you did. Every you choice know, that you ever you're had right. led you're to that right. point. But most people aren't taking accountability. That's why it's led with uh, we have a side that doesn't hold people accountable. They don't. Mm-hmm. They're not taking accountability for the position in life that they're in. Mm-hmm. It is not their fault. Circumstance, other people, their lack of resource, all of those things are to blame. Not one shred of, oh, well, these things are true, but how could I have been better? Mm-hmm. What other opportunities could I have looked for? Where can I now look for new opportunities? I'll say this, 16-year-old girl, talking to one of the older um, gentlemen that's at the place I just left asked him um, how long you been here he's like yeah I've been here about a year and a half he's like okay so what do you want to do he's like you know I'm just thinking about staying here at 16 this one one of the few ones thinks more like we do where it's Mm -hmm. like I don't want to be living where I'm just, my fear is having a lot of money, but also living paycheck to paycheck. Good. There's things that you can do to avoid that. But you thinking about that means that you're probably going to end up on a better path because most people aren't even cognizant of, hey, maybe if I do different things, this wouldn't be a thing. Or, hey, he's settled and be like, hey, this is cool what I'm going to get here. I'm going to get my little part-time hours, rock around, I'm going to try and not do as much work as possible and I'm going to just be settled here because the thought of attaining something more doesn't even cross my mind. Should I got this? I'm here. I don't like it, but I'm here. Mm. Well, in my brain, what I've come to understand and just really accept is that if everybody, everybody has that innate... I don't know godhood in them. I'm just going to be real. Like, the, the term namaste just means the God in me sees the God in you. And if I say that, then I must acknowledge that maybe God is choosing to choose whatever the fuck he's choosing in this moment. It could always change. I'm you not could saying that to everybody. No, I say it to everybody. Okay, well, and that relieves me of, the, like, trying to save them. And I'm not saying that you think that. What I'm saying for me it always came from a place of I think I know better than you and I can save you from See, this. See, I guess for me it's never that I think I know better. Mm-hmm. I recognize that for all intents and purposes I can say with a good degree of confidence that what I'm going to say to you no one else has said to you. Whether that's good better and different is my real goal I want to present a different idea to into your world which is probably something no one else is doing that's it a different perspective hey I'm sure this is what you're thinking and this is what your whole structure is kind of like y'all have mapped out you also could do X Y and Z what are you interested in these are some pathways to that But do what you want to do. I don't want to save anybody, but I recognize that I feel if we had people who were older than us that just gave us a different way to think than the people that we were like battling against when we were trying to like develop a way to think, we'd have just felt better just to know that, okay, there's other people that are older than us that don't necessarily think we're fucking crazy Mm. maybe we're not on the wrong track right maybe me having different ideas isn't so out there because maybe his ideas aren't what my people talk they're not the same as mine Mm -hmm. but hey he got some weird really different ideas and he's doing all right maybe my different ideas are okay i just want people to have the ability to know hey different thoughts aren't always bad you should embrace options and considering just different realities and how best to approach a problem from multiple angles and I don't think that we get enough of that as people 
Yeah. Everything is you do this this way, show your work this way. This is how you solve this problem. This is from all school. It's just you do with it, and then you go to work, and it's this is how we do it here, and you do it this way, and there's no like ability to be unique unless you break out of that system and then you find your own way that works best for you or you, your child is like in a Montessori or homeschool where the learning can be more tailored to like what is better for you and what works best for you and where do you shine more and what areas <clears throat> do you seem to like lean more to that maybe we can go more advanced in because you seem to take to this more you seem to enjoy this where this is we can go slow keep a good pace but this isn't something that you're necessarily enjoying and so may not be a part of your future going forward Mm -hmm. but we don't have that opportunity as like a mass society so if i can just say hey you could think a little different (laughs) he said just a little bit would have been nice yeah and i just keep it moving like like it's just a- I talked to a whole dude from leaving the not this last job but the place before mm-hmm. and moving down to a whole new state just to like go to school out there and be closer to a different family, his family and things like that and just get a different perspective of what life can be because just like you could your other families here they won't tell you that you can't come back talk to them let them know hey I want to try this for you mm-hmm. you can always go home Everybody be like, oh, I failed over home. And? Right. You didn't like it. <clears throat> you learned some shit. All right, all right, I went there, and I didn't really like that. Maybe I'll go somewhere else. I came back here because this is a good restarting point. I'm familiar with this. I'm comfortable with it. And then I'm going to go somewhere else and try that. And if I like that, I get familiar, and I get comfortable with that, then maybe I won't come back. Simple as that. <laughs> yeah. I think with that trust and plan, I, I don't know if what we're doing, maybe it is, I don't know. Maybe it is special, so to speak. I know it's holy hell different. I don't say that much. I can agree that is different. Yeah, no, I think the difference is important. Yeah. I, I know it's different. And if it went any other fucking way, then you probably wouldn't be in the position to help out the people that you help out with inspiring them because who's to say because if you got it easy right you ain't got really nothing to overcome and you ain't really learning nothing that's a, that's a death so if we came here with a specific purpose and we was born with our specific parents that we chose then I guess you just gotta trust that it wasn't meant for us to know. Maybe it was meant for other people to know. Like, if you think about, like, well, why do other people get to be rich or, and you don't? And I came to the conclusion that they got specific lessons to be learned with being rich, you know? Maybe they should learn that money isn't everything or whatever the fuck. I don't fucking know. But I struggle with that. I'm like, well, how the fuck, if I'm this powerful person, how the fuck they get more money than me or they're farther paced than I am like what the fuck is the deal see I didn't think of it like that <laughs> I did for me m- my godliness is so little tied to this mortal realm mm-hmm. it gives me the ability to do anything that I want but that's only through work and my action and I'm generally pretty honest with myself my work and my action haven't called for what I would what society would call like riches and things like that but I haven't necessarily put the work and the action to do so Mm. I can be honest with that have I desired it? yes but that's not the same as putting in the work and the effort to to manifest that reality I think that I could be but I don't think that that's also where I was necessarily aligned with for a majority of my time so being like damn why am I not there it's like my, my godliness was more into other vices yeah (laughs) 
you using your sword in a different way. <laughs> I consider myself a god of pleasure at a point. Yeah. Yeah, and what made you revise that? Or you still think you are? No. I just don't really have the interest to be anymore. Mm. It's like that was a period of time in my energy where I was fully entrenched in that. I was like talking about, um, <clears throat> I don't know if you remember, uh, who are they? What were they called? Uh, Tiger Girls? No. They were Taz Angels. Mm. <laughs> and doing the polyamorous thing. <laughs> I fully had women talking about it and considering doing it. It was just always like... <laughs> my issue was I just consistently kept finding like ones that wanted to be the main one and wanted to find some little ones. And it's like, oh, y'all two won't get together and work out because y'all both want to be in charge. And so, no. I was like having those type of conversations and fully entrenched with like women that didn't mind anything that I was doing and just like were comfortable with like being in my world and orbiting around me and so I did that for a while and that was it was a time <laughs> that was a time but it wasn't I can't say it wasn't productive. It was wildly productive in the area that I was focused in. I bet. Yeah, so. You accomplished it. But that's what lets me know that, like, if I put my energy and my focus and my full, like, manifestation into something else, then that would come for me as well. And so that's what I'm actually, like, working to do now. And so it's like, and I guess there's a couple more things. Like, that was so frivolous that there was no, like, Outside of, like, a couple of, like, key repercussions, there's no, like, long-standing shit that you can really, like, point to that's going to, like, alter my life. Mm-hmm. And so, there was a lot less consideration or, like, hesitation in that manifestation of energy. Where in this one, it's like, there's a little more to consider but I think I need to consider less and manifest more and move more how I feel like I need to move and let the chips fall where they may. And I think that I'm getting more comfortable with that. And like mm, people's skepticism and not knowing is it mine and I need to stop taking that on. Mm-hmm. People's desire for a different outcome and for things to be amicable isn't necessarily my own and I need not to take that on I need to move in what I feel like it's going to be best for me and if it ain't at the end of the day then it ain't but I can't say no one else made the decision but I did so and right now I don't like having it where it feels like alright I've made a few decisions that have been influenced by other people and now I feel like I shouldn't have let them influence me so I have this, this level of like resentment because it's like all right well you did something that you didn't necessarily feel called to do and i hate feeling that way so i need to make the decisions to fail completely in that to be like all right well we failed and the way the reason that we failed is because we decided to listen we made these decisions right we wanted to yes we did it yes we failed yes now let's move on but me letting it linger keeps the resentment lingering so i need to just fail completely so yeah, for me, it's more of, like, I guess a mindset and feeling like now I need to move into, like, I've been in this godly state, like, when I wanted to get the house. I got them. And, and But that was because that was my sole focus. All my energy was poured into that. I didn't do anything like else. People were hitting me up to hang out and kick it. And, like, I was like, nope. Only people I'm talking to is people that are talking to me about the house. Only things I'm speaking about is that. And so when I get to that same intensity, that's how I was back when I considered myself like the god of pleasure. It's like I was dealing with just different women, texting them all the time, and just like consistently being in that world. So if that's what I know, that type of fervor is what brings that success, then I need to bring that to 
what I say I want to really do. Mm. So, yeah. That's pretty powerful. That's empowering. No one gave you that. You did that. Mm. <laughs> you gave that to yourself. Yeah. No one sat you down and told you. Not hey. at all. But I've always had power. <laughs> yeah. Not these other motherfuckers. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wasn't going to agree like these other. I told you I'm special. <laughs> I just surrendered to the idea that I am special mm-hmm. and that makes people uncomfortable yeah it does because you always talk through like religious factors that you're not special you should be humble and things like that it's oh. just ingrained in our culture mm-hmm. <laughs> I am special mm-hmm. and that's okay for sure I'm not the only special one but I am it is what it is yeah yeah that was a good conversation yeah Look at that. Do you have more or are we? No, I think the last question that was on there, you think people avoid suffering, but we kind of already touched on that. Yeah. People avoid suffering so fucking much, but we already touched on that with the weakness mm-hmm. thing, so oh. that's about it for me. All right. Well, this has been another episode of the Conscious Reconstruction Podcast. Get ready for this Ash interview coming in a couple of weeks. Sometime in July, you'll see. You'll see. And then yeah we'll start a little interviews going around entrepreneurs but we gotta do the homegrown entrepreneur first making our own living we'll talk about what she actually does not the Instacart because that's not her main job so we'll, we'll get into what she really does to like make a living but alright guys we're out goodbye like subscribe share comment and all of that <laughs>